Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for December 6th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, for starters, have a couple of new videos up on the blog. Uh, the first one is the Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte Flair from Monday's episode of Raw. So I thought Samoa Joe on commentary did a good job of questioning Charlotte's sanity for wanting a handicap match. Um, and, you know, he also put, uh, you know, Asuka and Kyrie over as dangerous. And, uh, you know, that's what he's supposed to do, right? And he does a good job of it. He's actually been very good on commentary. Now, Asuka and Kyrie Sane basically beat the crap out of Charlotte. And uh, she got some hope spots. But the WWE would be dopey to let Charlotte win a match like that. Now, some fans are complaining the match should have been a squash but the problem was they had a lot of time to kill they had a lot of time to fill and Asuka doesn't like doing squash matches anyway okay uh, the Kabuki Warriors came out to new music and then they attacked Charlotte before the bell uh, Kyrie clobbered Charlotte with her parasol and that set the tone for the beatdown at the end, Charlotte got her figure eight on Asuka, but she did not know that Kyrie tagged in. Kyrie hit her insane elbow for the win. The final stretch of this match was particularly good, and I really don't know what fans are complaining about. If you watch it again, it wasn't as competitive as some think. It was just much longer than a typical squash, so I, I think people kind of uh, skewed it a little bit. Now, you'll notice I haven't posted Sunday's Starcade match. Uh, now, I understand there were problems with the WWE Network website, so I don't expect the match to show up uh, on uh, YouTube or uh, any place like that. Uh, I get the WWE Network on cable in Canada, so I was not aware of the online issues until later. Uh, we had no problem with it, so it was clearly a problem with the website itself. So, uh, uh, so I know that we're going to see a TLC match in a couple of weeks. They haven't announced it yet, but it's what it, they've advertised locally is the Kabuki Warriors against Charlotte and Becky uh, in a um, TLC match. But they just haven't announced it yet. And meanwhile, Becky is still pushing for a match against Asuka. So I don't think that will happen immediately, but uh, you never know, right? Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is, I don't know if you've been watching Asuka's uh, YouTube channel, but in, this, in the interview, you'll see the interview here that she does before this match. She uses a, 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 an expression that she uses quite a bit on her YouTube channel, and that's easy peasy. <laughs> Anyways, that's what she said that the match against Charlotte would be. Easy peasy. <laughs> so, I mean, they got to do a t-shirt with that, right? I'd buy it. <laughs> I actually have a couple of t-shirts coming in the mail <laughs> for uh, Asuka and the Kabuki Warriors. Anyway, we have one other match uh, on that I've posted, and that is Chris Statlander versus Hikaru Shida 
from uh, this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. So these two teamed up on last week's episode and the way they're portraying Chris is as an alien from outer space. She's a big girl. She has potential. She's athletic. She's green. <laughs> the match is actually pretty good. So I suggest you check it out. But on commentary, they keep talking about an upset. So I wasn't surprised that Chris won with a pile driver. And I figured she would win once she kicked out of Hikaru's knee strike finisher. So they tried to sell it as a big upset. But I knew they were doing that. I knew they were doing this big upset because they telegraphed it. They kept talking about it on commentary. <laughs> so my problem with an upset in this situation is you need a storyline reason for it. It makes no sense. They had this girl coming out of nowhere. She was on, uh, she was on the show last week in a tag team match on the losing side, I might add. And before that, I think she was on an episode of uh, AEW Dark, and now they've signed her. You know, they, to do unpredictability just to be unpredictable doesn't make any damn sense. Okay, you got to have a storyline reason. And this is something that AEW's had a problem with, with the women's division, is, you know, doing storylines with them. They're just kind of throwing them in the ring. You know, anyway, like I said, unpredictability is not always a virtue in pro wrestling and it will affect their rankings. Okay. Cause, uh, um, Hikaru was the number one ranked. Okay. Did I mention that I hate rankings in pro wrestling? Anyway, after this match, Brandy Rhodes and awesome Kong came out and invited Chris into their faction and she declined it, but a fan agreed to join and have her head shaved. Uh, it was indie wrestler, I put fan in quotations because it was obviously a plant. It was indie wrestler Melanie Cruz. So adding her, I think, was probably a pretty good thing because Kong can't do much uh, anymore and because of her back and Brandy can't wrestle. The, the angle, I think, reminded a lot of fans of um, back in the day with uh, Serena Deeb. Um, with Serena Deeb uh, shaving her head and all that sort of thing. The other one it reminded me of was Taylor Wilde in TNA coming out of the crowd. So I don't know if it's influenced by that or whatever, but um, I don't know about it. Okay, so anyways, those two videos are up on the blog. I had to do a lot of work on that uh, AEW one to get it presentable. Um, now, we have a UFC show. UFC is back tomorrow night. We have UFC on ESPN 7. Uh, this is at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. And um, uh, there are going to be three women's matches on this show, so let's go over them. Um, we have one that's on the, um, it's being billed as the co-main event. It was supposed to be Cynthia Calvillo against Claudia Gadelia. And Claudia dropped out. Uh, she uh, was still recovering from an injury. She will be back, I think, in February, I believe it is. I've uh, already written about that. And the opponent, it was supposed to be, and, and um, Claudia was replaced by another Brazilian, Marina Rodriguez. So this is at Strawweight. And the first bit of bad news is that Cynthia missed weight pretty bad. She came in at 120. So... 
I am not sure if the match is still going on. I, I would imagine they can work that out. But this is the second time in recent memory that Cynthia has missed weight. Okay, so Cynthia um, used to train at um, uh, Team Alpha Male in Sacramento. Now, she, she doesn't train there anymore, but she does train with uh, the same coach, and that's Justin Buckholz. So, um, um, you know, she's a decent fighter. Um, she's kind of at the edge of being uh, an elite fighter. At her take, she's very good on the ground, okay? Um, the missing weight is a problem because I think she's a little small for flyweight, but she may end up having to move back up, move up to flyweight because she's missed weight a couple of times. Now, Marina Rodriguez uh, is from Florianopolis, Brazil. Uh, her record is 12-0-1. She came to the UFC uh, on the Brazilian um, Dana White Contender Series. And um, she's primarily a striker. Uh, you know, so she's, she's kind of a points fighter. And uh, I could see her having problems with uh, Cynthia's ground game. Okay, so um, I would favor Cynthia in this, uh, but the missing weight is a problem. Okay, so let's, uh, we have two other fights. Uh, one's, another one's also on the main card, and that is uh, Aspen Lad versus Yana Kunitskaya at, um, at um, Bantamweight. And of course, we all know what happened with Aspen Lad. Uh, she uh, suffered her first loss in her last fight against Jermaine Durandami. And um, that was a case of where it was a very bad stoppage, okay? That fight should not have been stopped for, you know, there was no reason for it. And she actually tried to appeal to the California um, Athletic Commission, but uh, it was unsuccessful. And I actually think she took the wrong approach. They tried, she tried, her manager tried to say that it was gender bias, which I actually don't think it was. I just think that Dean has a bad habit of pulling the trigger on stoppages too quickly. Now, if the hearing smartened him up, then it might have been a good thing, okay? Maybe he'll stop doing that. But he has a history of doing it. And, um, you know, Aspen in the past has had a little trouble making weight, but she made weight fine uh, today. Uh, her opponent here, of course, Yana Kunitskaya, who's a Russian um, you know, she's probably, uh, she makes weight as a bantamweight, but she's probably a little big for a bantamweight, probably should be fighting at featherweight. Um, so maybe both of them should be, I don't know. Um, Yana's problem for me is she's not a great fighter. She came into the UFC as a uh, sacrifice to Chris Cyborg. And, um, for the most part, She's a decent fighter, but primarily a points fighter. She just doesn't have enough tools to be a, uh, uh, an effective uh, fighter. So I favor Aspen in this because I just think she's a better fighter. Okay. Now, and we have a third fight. Okay, so this was um, supposed to be, first of all, it was supposed to be uh, Verna Jandaroba versus, um, who was it? It was... Uh, uh, Courtney Casey, and she pulled out, and then uh, Lavinia Souza, and she pulled out, and then Lavinia pulled out a couple of weeks ago, 
And now the new opponent is Mallory Martin making her UFC debut. Uh, Verna is a f- from Brazil. She's a former um, Invicta strawweight champion. She did not look good in her UFC debut, losing to Carla Esparza. And in an interview this week, she actually uh, admitted that she needed to step up her game quite a bit and uh, improve. Um, you know, the, just the competition level is much higher in the UFC and she needs to be, she admitted that she needs to be a lot better. So we'll see how she does this time out. Uh, Mallory is making her UFC debut. Uh, we've seen her before in, um, in, in Victa. And she was also in a Dana White Contender Series uh, last summer. And though she won that fight, she did not get a uh, contract offer at the time. Uh, she's 6-2. and two. She's a decent fighter. Like I say, coming in on short notice is always a bit of a sticky wicket for somebody. But, uh, you know, uh, the question is, is uh, Verna uh, taking an improvement to heart? Okay, so we'll, we'll have to see about that. Anyways, that show is tomorrow night. According to what I see here, the uh, prelims will begin at 5.45. And that match I was just talking about will be on the UFC, pre- UFC Fight Pass prelims. Okay, got some new fights to talk about, um, new fight announcements. The Albuquerque Journal reported uh, a few fights for ESPN on UFC on ESPN Plus 25, February 15th, at the Santa Ana Star Center in Rancho Rio, New Mexico. So there were two f- women's fights announced. The first is Macy Chason versus Nico Montano at uh, Bantamweight. The second is Montana De La Rosa versus Mara Romero Barella at Flyweight. Now, Macy is 28 years old. She trains at Fortis MMA in Dallas. She won Tough 28 for Featherweights. Her record is 5-1. You know, she looked pretty good until she lost her last fight to Lena Landsberg, and I don't know what was wrong, but she just didn't look like the same fighter. Nico is 30 years old from Albuquerque. Apparently, she now trains at Jackson Wink. Her record is 4-3. Uh, She won Tough 26 for flyweight. She had issues making weight, so she is now fighting at bantamweight. Now, that's a big problem because Macy has a big size advantage, and I don't think Nico uh, can be competitive at bantamweight. It's a similar problem to what Sajara Eubanks has, and that's that uh, at flyweight, uh, Nico has a definite size advantage, and she loses that at bantamweight. I just don't think she can be competitive. Uh, she lost her last f- first. Her last her last fight was her first fight at bantamweight, and she lost it to Juliana Pina, who I think is a better fighter than her. Anyway, now Montana De La Rosa is 24 years old from Arlington, Texas. Her husband also fights in the UFC. She is 10 and five and three and one in the UFC. She was in tough 26 for flyweights, but she fought at strawweight before the UFC. Mara is 33 years old from Italy. She trains at American Top Team in Florida. She has not looked good in the UFC. She lost her last fight to, of all people, Lauren Murphy. (laughs) You lose to Lauren Murphy, you don't belong in the UFC. So I don't think either of these fighters belong in the UFC, but Montana is probably the better of the two. Okay, we have other new fight announcements. Let's find it here. I thought we did. Maybe not. Hold on. Ah, yes, we do. 
Okay, so uh, this is from the other day. Mike Bone of MMA Junkie reported that Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington has been added to UFC 246 January 18th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, you may recall that in her UFC debut, Holly beat Raquel by split decision. I think Raquel broke broke both hands during that fight. Of course, Holly got that big win over Ronda Rousey after that. Now, we now know that win was a fluke. Even as a boxer, Holly was never aggressive. She's always been a counterpuncher and therefore a points fighter. Raquel used to be a good fighter, but she isn't the same since that ATV crash a couple of years ago. She did win her last fight over Irene Aldana by split decision. So my opinion about this fight is I think they should both retire. Now, Holly was asked about retirement after she lost to Amanda Nunez, and like most fighters, she doesn't know when to quit, and she's 38 years old now. This fight was supposed to happen in October, but Holly pulled out due to injury. Both have been in the title picture, but neither is good enough anymore, so I really don't care who wins that particular fight. Okay? All right, that's about it uh, for today. Uh, be back on Sunday with the three uh, UFC fights. Uh, if you have... Uh, you can watch those two videos that I posted at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any comments or questions for the blog or the podcast, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights, and we'll talk to you Sunday.